0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the DDP. It's the fifth day of January, and we are in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 7. Yesterday, we began the story of the centurion who approaches Jesus with a servant at home, sick, ready to die. The servant is very dear to him. The centurion goes to the city elders in Capernaum and requests an audience with Jesus. This is probably because the elders sort of have the religious leadership role of the city. Jesus is a little bit of an outsider in regards to I mean he's not a he's not a Pharisee. He's not an elder. He's not a religious leader. He's a guy that people seem to gravitate to. It's possible the centurion doesn't really understand him. It's doubtful he's afraid of him. He obviously believes in him, but he's trying to go through protocol thinking that maybe the way to approach Jesus is through the elders. The elders come to Jesus and beg him to have an audience with this centurion. And here's why at the end of verse 4, he's one who is deserving. And then, quote, for he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. I told you before we finished yesterday that you have a little homework, and that's to read through verse 10 to see if you can um determine the difference between what the elders think of the centurion and what Jesus thinks or more specifically why the elders think that Jesus should heal the centurion's servant versus why Jesus ultimately does heal the centurion's servant so to help with the homework let's start from right there in verse 4 and read through verse 10 and listen for the same word to be used and listen to Jesus speak. I'll tell you when it's Jesus speaking, okay? Verse 4, when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying that the one for whom he should do this was deserving, for he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. The word deserving, think think worthy. All right, ready? Then Jesus went with them, and and when he was already not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, Having soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him. Now, here's Jesus talking. I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And those, verse 10, and those who were sent returning to the house found the servant well who had been sick. Okay. You probably caught my emphasis on the word worthy. And and that's how I set this up, too, because at the end of verse 4, they say to Jesus that he should do this for one who was deserving, or a better translation, they should do this to one who was worthy. And then the centurion uses that word about himself in the negative, Rather than saying he's worthy, he says, Lord, don't trouble yourself. I'm not worthy that you could even come into my house. Therefore, I didn't even think myself worthy to come to you. Not only am I not worthy to have you come to my house, I'm not even worthy to come to you. Now, we do have another instance of this man actually coming to Jesus. So what we can assume is that maybe both things happen that maybe the friends lead the way and come to Jesus and tell him this story, and then perhaps the centurion comes out and, uh, you know, and and says the same thing. Now, I'm going to use Matthew in a moment to help round this story out, but I want to stay with our Luke version for a moment and show you the answer to your homework. The crowd, or the elders, in verse 4, they see this man as worthy based upon the fact that he's built them a synagogue. They think he's worthy because he's a good guy. They think he's worthy because he's treated them well, and that makes him worthy. The man doesn't see himself that way. He doesn't see himself as worthy, so unworthy that Jesus can't even come into his house, so unworthy that he shouldn't even approach Jesus. He sees himself as a man under authority, But he also sees a man who has people under him, under authority. So he has officers that he answers to, and he has men that answer to him. And he realizes that Jesus is that way. And Jesus then turns to the crowd, and I want you to notice what he does not say. He does not say, I say to you, I've never found someone so worthy. Instead, he says, I've never found such great faith. Because... Worth meant nothing to Jesus. What mattered to Jesus was faith. And to say, I haven't seen such great faith, not even in Israel. Well, that's Jesus saying, I haven't had anyone who might even consider themselves worthy because they are an Israelite. Not even they have shown the faith of a man who doesn't know the faith of our fathers who doesn't have the mosaic law and as far as israel matthew's version takes it a step further let me read to you from matthew eight this is right after the sermon on the mount in verse eight or i'm sorry chapter eight verses 10 11 and 12 assuredly i say to you i haven't found such great faith not even in israel and I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then he said, Go your way as you've believed, so let it be done to you. Why does Jesus throw this in? Because he's telling us that there are so many who come to sit, there, there are so many who consider themselves sons of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and yet they don't portray faith and that that is just an outer darkness the only thing left for you to do is weep and gnash your teeth because what the kingdom's actually going to be made up of are people who come from the east and the west As far apart as you can get, they're going to populate the kingdom long before the quote-unquote sons are. It's Jesus saying the centurions of the world who know they're not worthy but who come in by faith, they're the ones that receive what they're looking for. Don't approach the Father today based upon worth. Approach the Father today based upon faith. Don't present what you've done. Present that you believe on the one who has done it. What a powerful story. We continue in Romans, or Romans, Luke 7 tomorrow. God bless.